Hello everyone, welcome to episode 3 of the Golden Goose Shot podcast. I'm your host Josh Thomas, um, I'm joined with Alid. Hello. And Jono. Hello. Uh, so this is a podcast about three friends who span the wheel of chance and end up living together. Um, we did, univer- we were in University of South Wales and we did media stuff. Um, later on we're going to talk about the new film, um, the about the Eurovision Song Contest. Woohoo! Yay. Um, I got to choose it this week and it's mostly to wind up Jono because he hates films like that. Um First, before we get into anything, I'm going to ask these guys what they're drinking. So, Alad, what are you drinking? I've got Estrella right now. Um, just reminded me of where I could be right now if it wasn't for lockdown. And, Jono, what are you on? Uh, I'm on Peroni at the moment. Mm, very nice. Well, I'm actually drinking a beer as well. Um, I'm drinking Bud because it's Friday and I'm basic as anything, which I can't wait for. Um, so... We normally launch into some kind of fact or something, but I'm actually just going to launch into say that I got a new car this week and I'm very excited by it. Go on, Josh. Let's hear about this. So I just want to show off that I got a Golf and it is the single nicest thing I've ever been in in my life. I am very <laughs> jealous. I will be well, honest. Well, Josh, that's saying something. No comment. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, it's a really, it's a really amazing car and there's loads of buttons that do stuff and things that i can plug in to do stuff and i and i don't really know enough about cars to talk about them but i just really wanted to brag really but this is this is now your bragging channel yeah no this is this is so everyone i brought clothes last week i brought a car this week you know what's, what's an what plane? You buy next week a duck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just gonna steal them from jonos <laughs> so um I'm, I'm going to tell you guys my favorite features of the car, one of which I sent you a video of because it's amazing. So I have this little, like, um, basically I can choose whether how the audio is coming out of the speakers, but it's like a little dragging thing on the screen, which I can drag to, like, over seats and stuff. So I just keep moving it around and have, like, the volume, like, the loudest part of the volume coming from, like, each speaker, basically. So it just drags around my car. And so, it's like someone's singing around a circle in you. My dad's old Ford Mondeo, I think it was about 1998, in essence had that feature. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's because you can well, always, in cars, choose whether you want the audio coming out of the left or right speaker or front or back, which is exactly mm. what that's doing, just in a much easier way. Yeah, so, yeah, no, Visually, I Visually, that is my a old... much nicer way to do it. Yeah, no, it is really cool. I might, if I got a video of it, I might post it on our social medias at some point. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's ridiculously cool. But that's only my second favorite feature. My second? my first favorite feature, yeah, my first favorite feature is really sad. But I don't know what it's for, so maybe you guys can tell me. But do you know when? The, and I always think of it as like an escape hatch, but it probably isn't. So when I was younger, I used to be impressed by any cars that had, like <laughs> you could get from the back seats to the boot. Do you know that little like gappy the thing? Ski hatch. I don't know what. Is it a ski hatch? It's a ski hatch for um. Skis. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I wonder what, what that really, was for. A ski Jeez, hatch. Uh, yeah, like... so it's mainly for it's predominantly with German cars because they're close to the Alps. They always go skiing, so they always have oh. that little hatch for their skis to go through. Oh, that makes more sense. See, but I was always fascinated as a kid because I'm like, oh my god, you can get to the boot whenever you I, want. I have, which I don't I have no idea what this whole thing is. In, in my mind, your car has a massive de- design flaw. You just someone has just gone. You know what? I can't be bothered. 
No, do you know, <laughs> do you know the middle seat? Well, there's a middle seat. So my middle seat's also a drinks holder. How many times can like you say middle hole. seat? <laughs> middle seat, middle seat, middle seat. That's quite hard. <laughs> <laughs> New tongue twister. But Yeah, but um, no, it's really, it, it may be like, it's just something that's always fascinated me and I didn't realise I had it until I got the car when I was home and was just kind of, you know, looking through it. Again, back like, to my dad's Ford, Fiat, uh, Ford Mondeo. He had that in his car. (laughs) And the best thing about that car when I was about seven, eight years old was I'd fold that down, stick my head in the boot, and when he's filling up the tank with petrol, you could just smell the petrol going through the car. And it was so nice. So, Alad, what you're telling us is that you had a a drug problem when you were younger. (laughs) Yes, I did. It sounds like you gas yourself. I can imagine just looking in the rear view mirror and Alad... Do you stick a pipe in the exhaust and put it through the window as well? (laughs) That's if I'm feeling adventurous. Yeah, your dad comes back and go, Alid, Alid. It's like, Dad, can can we go on the premium today? (laughs) Okay. Well, hopefully, it's got. I've also got a um a like screen that I can like do all car screeny stuff with, which I've never had because my old car was that Hyundai i twenty, which the selling point was it. It had an aux cord slot. That was like the oh my god thing about it. So this is like my this is now my new baby, and um, it's so nice in every way, shape, and form. Shame can't really drive it at the moment. Like you yeah, can't. Yeah, I thought that was shop. just a sick bird then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> showing you an awful drive. I mean, I'm not the best driver in the world, but it's always because Johnny, you've got a mini, haven't you? And Alan, you got a BMW. Yeah. So you guys always had like nice cars, and I never really had a. My car was fine, we've, but it was like a fierce we've, car. We've fully so gone all never... German. Yeah, we have. Oh yeah, we have. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, minis used to be British. Uh, they they still are. Yeah. They're well, made in Britain, but they're owned by. I, mean, I think BMW. Not all... uh, Yeah, I think a lot of components mm. and stuff come from. Yeah, places, they all get though. shipped over and Ooh. they just get built. You know, so, oh, made in Britain. It's yeah. like that army advert, <laughs> born in Britain, but made in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so now I'm, I've joined the Have a Nice Car Club. Oh, it's white, by the way. I've got to tell people that. I, I honestly think that's the nicest like, part about that car is how it, white it, it is. Was, it looks so nice. I bet oh, you I can't wait like for that it. Well, I mean, it's been all right so I was, I was too scared oh. to get a white car. It's yeah. a brave well, so, move. So was I, but I just thought it looked it looked so nice. I just thought, oh, I'm going to have to. As long as it's clean, and I'm it's dri- nice. <laughs> Yeah, I'm driving up to Brecon tomorrow, because my dad lives in Brecon. Um, so that's like an hour journey, and it's probably going to be wrecked. Bre- Brecon, Brecon, by the way, is like a nature reserve in the middle of Wales, basically. Yeah. I think a few I mean, people know it, about it, Jono. <laughs> Look, you both, yeah, I mean, you both live in Wales. I guarantee you a lot of people have no idea where that is. I'm pretty sure people know what the Bracken Beacons no, like, are. like, all the people I talk to in the civilised world... <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, woman on the bus. Do you do you know what the Bracken Beacons are? No, no, sorry, Jono. I don't, I don't know where I'm from either. Been, but I definitely don't know where Bracken is. You know how many... I've gone up to over a thousand people in different <laughs> locations and said, do you know where the Brackens are? And the overwhelming ideas and no. Well, I well probably not because you're calling them the Brackens, and it is Bracken. It is the Bracken Beacons. I'm saying the same thing. Do you know why it's called the Bracken Beacons? Fun fact. Uh, Here we I, go. Because Do not know. It used to be that because you when it was all everyone was fighting each other. That's where the warning systems used to be. They used to go through Bracken on top of the mountain. So the beacons used to be like, oh, so and so is coming to attack. Oh, it's Wednesday. It's like Cheeto night or whatever, and. Um, 
I don't know. I didn't really research that much into them. <laughs> but then now, but yeah, so that's why it's called the Bracken Beacons. I did and know that. The I just symbol to let you for the. It. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, Alex. Jo- if Johnny knew that, he would have shouted it down the mic before I got a chance to speak. Well, it didn't work, did it? <laughs> the the, the <laughs> I mean, now you've called. But um, yeah, so fun facts about Brecon. It's also a nature reserve. Also, I haven't been able to go there in like three months because it's been closed. Because there's only like four roads through it, and all of them have been monitored by the police, police during Corona. One of my favourite facts about the Breckens, actually, is it's one of only, well, one of the only uh, dark sky reserves in the world. Or in the UK, yeah, I'm not too it? sure which one. There's a big difference yeah, no, between them. <laughs> yeah, there's a few outside the UK, but yeah, they said like, but, one of only few. But yeah, it's also, it's also really dark at night. Like, I, I, I know <laughs> it's going to be the name. Off? Who turned them off? What's, what's going on? <laughs> but it was literally, you're like, you're like, oh my God, it it's is. just dark. Why I is it so dark? I driving back from North Wales one time and going through is so scary. Like, you can literally only see what your lights light up. Mm. There didn't, is no um, road lights. Didn't you guys go to Bracken? Sorry? Didn't you guys go to Bracken with Charlie at some point? Yeah. Well, we didn't make it so, that far. So we were... Uh, 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 yeah, so we were drinking at. No, we weren't drinking. We, 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 we yeah. yeah I, I have to make that very. I have to make that very clear because yeah. dri- driving is involved yeah. in the story. So, we were so not. They were drinking. on their second bottle of JD, yes. yeah. <laughs> and then we decided to go for a drive. Um, no, so we we were. Um, we were drinking we were, the night before. The night before, yeah, and then for next day, uh, we were kind of just like, oh, what should we do? What should we do? And we're like, okay, we'll go to. Uh, Alice was like, yeah, we're, we're, there's a big mountain. You should see it. And we're like, oh, God, that sounds amazing. So we're a little <laughs> bit slow. We were, you know, got some lunch, got some food. We were feeling a bit bad. I think me and Charlie started drinking again. And uh, then it, we were driving. And we were driving for, what, 40 minutes or something like that. And, About 45, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Alad, are we going to make it? Because <laughs> I just see the sun slowly going down. It's like, Alad. And then what we did, we eventually got there, and I went, yeah. He, the whole day, he was boasting how this was like one of the most beautiful <laughs> sights to have like this beautiful lake and this like massive mountain, and it was so picturesque with little sheep dotted about all over the place. And then we got there, pitch black. I couldn't see my hand in front of my face, and it was so <laughs> cold. And I was, and then we just turned around and we drove. Oh, we went to McDonald's, but yeah, yeah, we had that was my. Makers. That was my. Yeah, I came back mountains. from uni and was like, "You guys alright?" And you guys just were like, "Went to Bracken." And I was like, "Oh, what time?" And you guys were like, five. And I was like, "Wasn't it dark at five? Because it's like winter or like just it was mid you know, just yeah." So then I was like, "Well, wasn't it dark?" And you guys were like, "Yep." I was like, "What do you see?" You're like nothing. We saw some Char- stars. Like, ah, Charlie really enjoyed it. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, in fairness, a lot of people say Wales is beautiful when you turn off the lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best time to see yeah. it. I mean, the Isle of Wight is also, I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the top spots in the UK for uh, star photography, whatever it's called, lunar photography or something like that. Like, I don't know. There's a, but they have really like. Do you have one? Have you ever used one of those um like star tracking like camera things? No. No, I've used. So like they take photos of like the galaxy, but then they like they their camera often moves with yeah. like the galaxies and moves across the sky. And it's just phenomenal. That's pretty I mean, cool. I've, I've, I've seen used, some of the clips. I've used data. I've used um, apps and stuff like that that tell you where stars are and all these sort of things at the same time at the moment, um, and all these sort of things. But I think once you've seen one star photos, you've seen them all. You're kind of like, <laughs> oh, I can't be bothered to like. Uh, 
depends how much you zoom in. No, nah, it's just like you want to <laughs> see like, you know, unless you see it like in a proper environment, you know, all you kind of just see is loads of pretty stars. It was one of my profile yeah, pictures a while yeah. back was me standing and then all the stars around me. Was that in Iceland? No, it was in Ventnor in the Isle of Wight. Was it? <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's because the Isle of Wight, you've got the sea and you've got, there's parts of the island that have not, like no buildings whatever around it. So you've got absolute, completely darkness for a long, long period of time. So in most places, if you like, there's um, called like bleed, like light pollution, where light from other places, yeah. because you've got so much sea and so much nothing around you, that you can get, like in the Daily, uh, not Daily Mail, the Times and all that, there's quite a lot of, sort of photography comes from the Isle of Wight because of, they can do that thing. But yeah. About your golf, Josh. <laughs> How have we got to the dark skies of the Isle of Wight from your golf? Oh, um, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, my, go- my golf's awesome and I love it dramatically and I will um, love it forever and... I don't really know what else to say about it because, funny enough, I don't know enough about cars to talk about it. I just wanted to talk about the, the what I now know is the ski hatch because that's all I care <laughs> I about. Just really, to show off that he has a new toy. Mm, I do. He has a new and ski hatch. No, actually, that he's never going to put skis know, in. Actually, the other thing, the other thing that I thought was really cool. No, I'm never going to put skis in it because we live in Wales and we never get snow. Um, Shut up. But yeah, the yes, other thing do. I realised. Oh yeah, we get like snow tw- two days, like every three years. Yeah, and that's why you drive to the Breckens. It's got oh yeah, going down the hill, stopping. Yeah, so anyway, I'm prob- fine. I'm unlikely to ever need to use the ski hatch for anything other than escaping from when I've been kidnapped. In your um, own car. I'm, that's where you get kidnapped. <laughs> Who does the worst kidnappers ever? Kidnapping in your own no, car. They, no. They they steal your car, shove you in the boot and drive somewhere, kill you, and then they have a new car. Have you been watching like Luther or something again? And this is your your perception of what cod kidnappings are. I'm sorry, I've not been in many kidnappings, and if I had, I probably <laughs> wouldn't take like a survey to be. Excuse me, when you when you um take someone, do you a <laughs> put them in the car, b put them in their own car, c stab them in the lung? Or D, none of the above. Fill out for your chance to win a proportion of a £4,000 cash prize. T's and C's apply. <laughs> yeah, so, but I tell you what, if I'm ever in a kidnapping, I'll be like, I'll, I'll ask. Yeah. Or, or I'll see firsthand. And hopefully it is my car, because then I can escape through the little ski. Granted, it's probably about the width of my body, but I don't know if I'll be able to get through it or not. I can imagine the kidnappers looking back. you pop your head out and be like, uh, can you turn left here, please? I want to get McDonald's. <laughs> can we go yeah, through like, the drive-thru? Like, I promise I'll hide. <laughs> but is anyone in the boot? I'm like, no. But I really want a Big Mac. Like, extra cheese. <laughs> oh, I could go for I it. don't know why you'd extra cheese on a Big no, Mac. No, but... that's quite gross. Um, mm. no, I, could just, I haven't had McDonald's for ages. So, um... Yeah, it's insane. Lock- I, mm, lockdown has made me healthier in some aspects, but way worse than others no i've definitely become a lot healthier i've done a hell of a lot less exercise but i've eat a lot lot better um, i've mm, done I've a whole been... curve i've i went really bad at the start so i was like oh i've got nothing else to do then i realized i've got work in a few weeks <clears throat> i can't fit into my jeans <laughs> i now need to oh. lose some weight 
I did the same thing. Me and my family were doing like weekly quizzes and we were like dressing up and stuff. And one of them I had to require wearing like one of my work shirts. I put it on and was like, oh, I'm going to have to change. Yeah. This doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this fit. There was like, this was my work shirt and now I'm popping out of it. So I started running. I haven't worn a single cause... pair of jeans this whole lockdown. It's been quite nice. What? <laughs> See, I wear a lot of jeans. I like jeans. I do. I, I wear jeans like I, I like them when I can fit in them. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I wear je- I, jeans are like, I don't own any uh, like sweatpants or anything like that. Oh no, I don't know. I wear shorts. <laughs> don't know the fact that you sounded like your mum then. Yeah, I, but I don't. I, <laughs> those, I bet you, you hear pants. that little pause. That little pause was me trying to work out what to call it. Yeah, no. In fairness, I don't own any sweatpants. What, what, what either. Do we call? What I do don't call? own any joggers either. I'm joggers. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm getting my joggers. But um, yeah, no. I just like I, I wear jeans around the house and stuff. But for to yeah, a lot of no people, same. that's like, if I'm not leaving the house, I'll wear jeans. Nah, no. Yeah. Not, I mean, not me. yeah, no, I'm the same. I love shorts. I... No, I mm. do also wear shorts, but sometimes sometimes you'll be you'll be sitting around and you go, ooh, my legs are a bit cold. And you just wish you had that little bit more fabric. To... No, I don't. <laughs> do you know, how, how short are your jeans if they're only a little bit more fabric than your shorts? I don't have very long legs. So, uh, okay, it's, granted. it's not a lot I, of fabric. Oh, I can imagine you're that kid who used to wear the three quarter length trousers. Oh, <laughs> don't, 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 don't. They're just the worst things. What? <laughs> God. I just, I just think shorts shouldn't really go past your knee. Like, or if they no. do go past your knee, they should be at your knee. Yeah. Well, I was the coolest kid in my school. I had these trousers with three zips on them. One oh, zip would turn the trouser into a three quarter length. One would take it up to the knee. Oh, there's two zips. And one would turn it into a shorts. I feel if I met you back then, we would not be friends. <laughs> I think there's a lot of stories when we, we go, oh, we would not be friends if we met sooner. Yes, no, I wouldn't know. No. I, I, I think most of them is, most of them because of Jono, we go, oh, no, because we, we wouldn't have stabbed that poor lady. But Jono did. I've never stabbed, thought about stabbing or being involved in anything like that in my life. I think. <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> just clarify. <laughs> just, just to clarify, he may have been a Londoner, but he didn't stab an old lady. Look, Cardiff's just as bad. Well, it's not just as bad. No, yeah, I was going to say. Really? Adam's down. Like, Paris just is as just bad. as bad. <laughs> I was, I yeah. Uh, so, Jono, you had a fact about something that you wanted to share. I did indeed. Um, well, I was just on my daily peruse of the... Uh, news and popping up on my screen is a fact that they're bringing introducing bison into the kent woodland in the uk by why 2022 why what's the point of that like food or uh, i don't know do we do we hunt wild animals anymore no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't... I don't know what farmers are I, they just go into the forest like Ch-ch-ch. i think it's just to bring diversity back into uh the woodland I didn't know that the dancing band was such a big fan of bison. Well, diversity, bringing them back. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that was that was such like an old man yeah, joke. Yeah, no, it really oh, that was. was that was like, they, I can't even remember the when they that were That came in, into like, your head so quick. <laughs> yeah, no, the fact that you were diversity, I was like, ooh, ooh, I got a joke. That was part of the brain like, Ash- that picks up like information quickly. So that must have been right at the forefront. Oh, yeah, that's not Ashley Banjo for life. Oh, you know wow. names. Wow. <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, well, you just said that, so. There was there was Ashley Banjo, who was the tall one, and then there was the frizzy-haired one, who I don't know his name, but he won Strictly. 
I think it was. He, he was on Strictly. You don't have to explain this, Josh. Josh, you don't. You, we were okay with you just saying the name. We didn't need more information about <laughs> diversity. Who, who's he married well, to? Say, who's he married to? Um, JFK. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I tell you what. It was an unlikely shot, granted, but if it was a yes. <laughs> Hold up, hold up, wait a minute (laughs) I'm so sorry for anyone who's American and enjoys enjoys that precedent Welcome to British (laughs) humour That was not my intention at all But that's honestly made my day (laughs) They're always the best laughs when they're unintended Okay, It's when you both both went, and I was like, what? Oh no! <laughs> okay, well, scooting on from Josh's blatant disrespect from uh, the late great John F. Kennedy, uh, Bison. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, How did we get to diversity and shooting jerks? You want to talk about, about diversity for a while? Um, uh, but, sorry, John. Yes, please continue. Yes, I will. I will move on. Before you insult more, oh, I can I can continue on yeah, the US no, president front, but I won't. Um, <laughs> let's not. Um, but yeah, they're being introduced to Kent, <laughs> the the largest <laughs> land man- mammal in Europe. is being introduced into which they used to be there, so they used to be in the UK, but they went they. I took what's the word? It's not extinct, but they they no longer roam oh, around. Cold? Is it cold where we killed? Yeah, the but I thought you would That's say extinct. They, they went extinct in in Britain. Yeah, after World War One. Yeah. So, if it... which is quite late for like something that big, because normally you know they go sooner. <laughs> but we have wild <laughs> horses still going about. Do we? Yeah. Well, I suppose we do. Yeah. But... yeah what Josh, do they... How suppose... can you forget about the wild horses driving? Oh, to oh Jesus! Jesus Christ! Ah, <laughs> uh, so one time. When we all decided that we just after we finished uni that we all wanted to go uh, watch the World Rugby World Cup together because we're all big rugby fans, so we went. We were going to go down Johnny's for the weekend um, to watch it, and we had this whole weekend. You know, we're going down on the Friday, coming back the Sunday night, and just through everyone's lives, it just got shorter and shorter to the point of it was like, oh well, if we're going to go, we're going to have to wake up at four in the morning and drive down to yeah, the, death the World the Cup was in game. Japan at this point, so just yeah, to so it was that. like. It was, yeah, it was a nine o'clock kickoff. So me and Al had just decided, yeah, we were going to do it. So Al had picked me up at my house at half past three in the morning. And we drove all the way to the Isle of Wight, got, waited for the ferry, got on the ferry, got there off the other side and got to Jonah's house um, for about quarter to nine. Nine yeah, o'clock kickoff, was, so we yeah, got there for quarter to we nine. We got in and pretty much watched the game. Yeah, I, I had yeah. to wake up so, quite early. Yeah, too. I know it was <laughs> yeah. awful for Jono. Um so we just so we were driving through. Is it the New Forest? It's called. Yeah, yeah. And the New Forest is famous for like white wild horses, and we so we were driving this pitch black road. Um, we didn't look up and see the stars, but um, <laughs> I assume they can look at stars in that place as well. Um, stars everywhere. And every time we were going down the road, we just see these white things appear on the side of the road and jump a mile every single time. Because there would just be these white horses, dumb as anything, stood on the side of these roads in this pitch black. Terrifying. And, Absolutely Yeah, and I don't terrifying. know how to describe it, because it, just to find the story doesn't sound scary at all. No, because but the headlights just... were facing... Obviously, they're facing yeah. forward. Yeah. But it wasn't picking... <laughs> <laughs> 
It wasn't picking yeah, anything up on the down. side of the street. So as yeah. soon as we'd pass it, there'd just be a horse in my window. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was the weirdest thing ever. Because every time, even when I was look, I jumped a little bit less than Ali. Because I wasn't focused on the road, so I was looking around a bit more. So I kind of spot them slightly before. But I've never, it just generally one of those things that shouldn't be scary, but was absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. It happened a few times as well going through that road. Yeah, no, it's always it's always quite scary going through there. Even in the day, because there's some quite tight turns. And then you turn the corner and there are sheep. And then you're like, do you know, um, do you know the deadliest um, to um, junction in Britain is? Like, yeah, I feel, I saw a, I saw a video on that. Yeah, it's um, I think I've told you guys about this before, yeah. but um, basically this is junction that um, if a cyclist is approaching and a vehicle, um, so it's like a proper old style junction, so like a complete crossing, and um, if a vehicle is speeding and a bicycle is going a reasonable distance, um, it's it will probably only happen like twice a year but the cyclist will stay in the person's um not blind spot what's the oh what's it called when um the vehicle where the vehicle roof's held up by uh, that is a blind spot yeah so it's a blind spot but basically they'll stick there for the whole time um so to the driver it looks like nothing's coming so because they just can't see it and then to the cyclist they have the right of way on that part of the junction so like People get killed like every couple of months, really, um, which is quite, you know, scary. But it's just one of those interesting th- facts. Um, I'll see if we can remember. We'll put a link to it somewhere maybe on our social media. But it's a really interesting video. I recommend it. I think the New Forest is also the uh, largest forest in the UK. I don't know. I feel it's not. Yeah, no. I'm pretty it sure. Surprise me. Yeah. The New Forest is the largest I mean, forest in the UK. I don't know, because jo- everything that's close to Jono is the largest than the grubber. <laughs> the largest and bison, feel... the largest land mammal. In... <laughs> so we were having a pre-recording conversation about bison, um, and Jono claimed that bison were the largest animals in the world, the largest mammals in the world, um, which was which was quite funny when he had to Google it and remembered elephants existed. Um, <laughs> and giraffes. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, we didn't just make that up at all. Yeah. No, definitely not. But uh, but yeah, no. The new so the new fast terrifying. Um, that I might actually have a similar story from my dad because my dad was in the army, and um, during his um, it was just after basic training. It was kind of that, but it was still they were training, but they were like training where they were meant to be, and um, basically they'd been tasked with um, guarding this post basically. Um, and at some point the instructors want to come. And in the next three days, and they had to spot them and stop them, basically. Um, so it was like the early hours, like about, and the light had just started to rise. And my dad and the person he was with were sat there looking over this um, um field, basically. And they just see these objects, and they're like, "Oh, it must be them." And then they see like this, and it must be. They said it was about the size of like a few, like a bus, like but like the size of a bus, like length and width, so kind of more like a floaty objecty thingy coming towards them so then they were absolutely like shitting themselves aliens being like stop yeah they'll literally be like stop stop don't come closer stop and it just kept coming and they were they at this point they were like oh my god we're gonna die we don't know what this is it's gonna die it's gonna die and as they got closer and closer they realized it was a flock of wild horses that had just just was walking towards them but because it was so early and the way light was hitting it it looked like it was this giant thing so moral of the story is horses are terrifying in the dark 
not just in the dark, Josh, mm-hmm. just in general. Johnny, did you find um, the new forest fact? Or? No, I was listening to your story, Josh. <laughs> oh. That's a lie. Liar. <laughs> I was listening to your very, very riveting story about something about horses. Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay. yeah, but the new forest, yeah, because it is terrifying to drive through. And I, if I'm going to Wales, I have to drive through each time. Um, and it's got a 60 mile an hour speed limit in quite a lot of it. So you're kind of going fairly quick. Oh, that is not road you should be going 60 on. No. I beg to differ. Because <laughs> you're a BMW driver. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is true. <Yeah. laughs> um, so do you think we should move on to the film? Because I'm sure that's what everyone's been waiting for. Let's. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so we watched the Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. Um, I think that's the name of it anyway. It's something really long. We're just going to call it Eurovision because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so it's a Will Farrell um, Netflix film. Um, there's going to be spoilers, obviously, because it's a film. I mean, if you've not seen it, I understand more than last week of not seeing it because it's kind of newer. Um, but So there may be spoilers, but also just go watch it or don't watch it don't really care um i'm I'm really interested in what johnny thinks so i'm gonna let him go first um so if you'd like to uh, go johnny yeah fire saga it was uh an interesting film thank you by the way josh for um suggesting that i should watch it um it's all right i just thought you'd enjoy it because i know how much you enjoy high quality films i i it took me i watched over the space of four or five days um, <laughs> Could you not sit through no, it? I couldn't. I, I, ha- I had to watch really? it in snippets, so I had to watch it in snippets. But the last snippet I did watch in about a half an hour segment, or like a forty-five, no, an hour. So the first bit I I watched over about four days because I could only wow. watch fifteen minutes or something at a time. Um, the start, <laughs> oh my god, the the okay, trying to talk the quality, like the dialogue, like the accents, all of it was just painful. So. The start, they all so they're from Iceland. For, okay, I'm going to go through the story actually. So, in I so basically, Will Farrell and his partner, and I forget her name. I cannot um, remember her name either. I'll be because, honest. Right, sure. McAg- yeah, no need to go. McAdams. Yeah, McAdams. That's it. McAdams. Yeah. Um. So they are basically um singers from Iceland. They really want to compete in Europe. They can't. Everyone else dies, so they can, and it's their story of competing in the Eurovision Song Contest. I think that's where their story begins to go good, or the film starts to get good, is when yes, everyone's you can dead, probably feel like, oh, okay. Good is, big, big good is a very, very loose word here. I mean, better. I would say it better. It gets not bad, because probably the first, arguably the first 20 minutes are probably tiptoeing the line of um, massively insulting to the Icelandic people. Oh, yeah. Um, because think... there's a lot of uh, Americans and British people trying to do Icelandic accents. I love that the three main characters awful. of them two and their dad, none of them are Icelandic. No, like no and one none of them Icelandic. got the right accent. No one. It sounded like um, Piers Brosnan was putting on a, an accent to try and take the piss out of them. <laughs> oh, well, and, and I can't tell if they were doing it because it's Will Farrell, so he's a bit, you know. I've got a love hate relationship with yeah. him. Like. Yeah, I, 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 but Some I, stuff like they does, either yeah. did it so insultingly that it's meant to be funny or so bad that it is just awful. 
but it's just it was in so between. Weird, that it was a cringe accent. movie. Yeah, it was. It was. A, yeah. and they and they kind of lose it as they go like speaking around other people. Yeah. But watching loads of Americans trying to do Icelandic accents, um, it's also I can't. It wasn't a funny film. It's meant to be a funny film. It's not. But there are some bits that generally made me belly laugh, <laughs> which is quite rare. Yeah. Like it generally made me be like, ha ha ha. Um, there's one bit where um, everyone else dies and uh, they find it, they find out, and all the people for, who are like are in charge of like the Icelandic Eurovision are like, do we have to send them? They're like, oh, just like, do we have to? He's like, yes, we have to send them. And they're like, oh, fine. And then it cuts to the both of them stood there and just being like super happy. And in they the go, yes, you can go. Yeah, I know. And it was just, I just genuinely made me laugh out loud. I was like, I wasn't expecting that cut whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, I but, it don't get me wrong. There were there were some moments where it was very fun. The thing is, is that there, you can have a film that is really, really, really bad, but you can just go, okay, it's fine, it's bad, and then you just kind of switch off your whole brain and you just allow it to kind of go into mush and you just and you just go for the whole film. Yeah, but that's what I tried to do. The first half you couldn't do that. It was so painful. Oh, that, it, it was. And in fairness, it's. It's about two minutes in where you kind of know exactly where the story's going. And I kind of be like, I, how is this another hour and 45 minutes long? It's, yeah. Should we like, put that? Know, that's, it's a two hour long film. <laughs> yeah, to me, it, that's quite long. Fairness, I know you say that's standard nowadays, but for a small comedy. Mm. I mean, when I, when I, any film I watch, I expect it to be two hours. I always expect a film to be two hours. I, um, I, I say one hour 30 for me. No, standard. that's a really short film. That's a really short film. Um, yeah, it is and isn't. It depends. I don't think comedies need to be two hours. No. Um, they because they just they don't really stretch themselves well to be two hours. They get comedies can't be funny for that long, so they have to go into like something else. Yeah. Um, I'd say the film got good. Um, do you know that big singing they do in the house where they all like? It, it very much reminded me of like Pitch Perfect and that <laughs> kind of thing. But then brought in like loads of Eurovision, like actual Eurovision contestants, like the bearded lady and the. Uh, um, the, the, I forget him. I forget who who does she represent. Um, I can't remember. Israel, yeah, that the Israeli woman who was just a very weird. They had her in it, and um, yeah, and it, it was really it was really good that scene, and I really enjoyed that. And after that, it kind of became watchable, but generally before that, there was very few bits that I would say I even thought were okay, and it, yeah, it was awful. I mean, this is the this is the weird thing. I was talking about this that there's a tendency for bad films to if you just put a song track over it and get people starting to sing and have singing in it that people then go oh it's an okay film i can watch it but it it's just literally hiding the fact that it is bad like i think that the the end of it there were again there were again these moments that are funny like in the first half there were a couple of bits that were like oh that's quite funny but it was very like one-liners and that sort of thing yeah they were the they second... were all one-liners yeah and in the second half, there were also those one-liners. But I think the only thing that kind of made it good was like the music and that sort of thing. And I think there's a lot of other films that um, do that at the moment or have done that, where I genuinely think they're quite bad. They're not very good films, but because like for there's the um... <coughs> Mamma Mia. <coughs> yeah, well, you've got you've got that. That's a little bit. That's a little bit different. That... The second Mamma Mia. That, that had like yeah, a lot of bad, like the, a bit of a storyline and all that sort of stuff. But still, terrible singing. But stuff like the Queen film about uh, 
the Queen and the band. But uh, I thought that was tread carefully, Jono. Tread carefully. Why? Because I think that I quite like this film, but I know people who generally love this film, and it's and it's like a nine DB's top two hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah. So I really I enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, I'm not afraid by you offended anyone. I'm just letting you know. Well, it's not offending if it's an it, it, it's it's reviewing a film. You know, if you 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 have to have an opinion. You know, you can't say you can't say I love it because everyone else loves it. Um, and I think I think you know I think. A lot less people would like it if it was, say, reviewing another band that wasn't as big as Queen. Um, it's a fact that well, it's... yeah, they would, yeah, because they wouldn't know any of the story beforehand or know the songs. Yeah, but then what's the point of watching a film if you know the story and know the songs? It's more of a musical than a film. But I, don't, but I think that's the thing about Queen. You don't really know the story, but you know. With you know what B and C are, but you don't quite know what A and B are, so you don't know how they quite got there and the whole background dramas and stuff like that. So I think that's why it's quite interesting. Fun, it's fact, I... fun fact about that movie, I recorded in the studio that they uh, recorded Bohemian Rhapsody in. All right. What, the one they have in the film or the actual yeah, studio? They're both the same thing. Um, Rockfield Studios. Oh, is it? They recorded oh. in the film and they recorded there. Go, going back to something... But yeah, but yeah, that was a tangent on a tangent. No, but the queen. Yeah, but the queen. But then it, there's the other one with um, Elton John on his film about Rocket Man and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I like that one as well. <laughs> but both of them, they're, they're, and it's and it's stuff of Eurovision. I think that songs about music, like if you if you took away all the music from those films, I think they would be pretty bad films. And I know someone well, said, yeah, because well, they're films about music. I know, but it's kind of like yeah, but... they cover up. They have this like song that everyone knows, everyone does, and they go, "Wow, yeah, that's great." You know, we will rock you, na 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 na, and you go, "Oh, that's cool, yeah." But then it's kind of like, "Oh, is there anything else in this film?" Uh... Um, I don't necessarily agree, disagree with what you're saying because I do think that's something films have done quite a lot recently is covered up with music. But at the moment, I think music genres are quite a big thing, yeah. and I think any gimmicky genre like anything like that the stories don't necessarily have to be good because they're held up by other things um just like you know like action films they don't have to have a good story because everyone's there for everything blowing up you know fast cars half-naked women you know that and i think music things are exactly that everyone wants to hear good singers and they don't really mind where the story goes as much Mm. but that's Um, like you know that if you call it a musical then you go okay fine you know it's you, if you're going into a musical you go i know exactly what i'm getting here i'm gonna get a lot of music and a lot of singing and it's all about that stuff but when it's kind of trying to do both and that sort of thing like the thing is i didn't i didn't mind the queen film i quite enjoyed it but if the thing is someone said to me i, I watched it in cinema and someone said oh is it a good film and i said no i said oh okay and said so, did you enjoy it and i went yeah and they went, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. That is the it's... opposite to what I said earlier about you. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, I enjoyed the film, but it's not a good film, you know. And you can have that in films that it can be a bad film, but you enjoy it. Like this. That's Eurovision exactly what film. I said about this film we just watched earlier in yeah. the group chat. I should not have enjoyed that film, but I really did. Like, yeah, and I think, and I think that's, and it is a feel-good film. So I always give feel-good films a bit more leeway. Personally, people can do it. You know, people can break them how they want, but for me feel-good films are meant to be a bit more gimmicky and a bit more yeah. and it definitely was that i would say i'm going to talk about scenes i liked and scenes i didn't like yeah. for the moment um so the things so i really liked all the stuff about the elves 
because that was hilariously funny. <laughs> just be like, every time the cap, and just be like, yeah, the elves. And it's like, they're like, no, it wasn't the elves. She's like, no, it was, it was the elves. And uh, so that's really funny up to the point where um, that guy gets killed um, with a knife in his back. And I go, ah, oh, they took it one step too far. I didn't need the elves to be real. That was, I needed no, that, the that elves. Was, that, for me, that was the only funny thing about the elves. Oh, no. See, I was completely opposite. I was just like, ah, oh, I really didn't. The fact that they kind of believed them and kind of were just like, no, yeah, it was the elves. That was funny to me. And the fact that they then made them real. I yeah. don't know. I think. That, that for me was I the think... only funny bit because I was kind of like, I, I, it was kind of like a weird, why the hell is there she doing stuff with like these elf things? And I was like, that's not really what, like, like half of Iceland don't go and give sacrifices to elves. I, I didn't, I didn't really get it. And I didn't find the jokes too funny about it all. But then when, when like there's a little the little door cl- opens and closes i'm like that was quite funny <laughs> yeah you never that... see an elf <laughs> no that's a bit i found funny wait does it open and close yeah, yeah you no, don't see, well you don't see it open you just oh. see it close but yeah oh i didn't see yeah oh, no because okay, he goes, that does make he it goes, a little thank funnier, you little but... ice po- uh, thank you little elf person and it's a whoosh it's like enjoy the cookies <laughs> I leave uh, this knife here oh, for well, you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that does make it a little funnier, but I still didn't do that. The other thing I didn't like was... Well, I did like it until the... So the first... Do when they see the Americans and he shouts at them and they just really can't get offended and they're just like, go away, yeah. nobody wants me here. I thought that was hilarious because it was that kind of, oh, being self-aware that Americans try to force themselves into, like, every film and actually, you know, they didn't need to be there. And I thought that was hilarious. And then they bring them back and they save the day. By driving and doing and i'm just like oh, driving an obviously advertised car <laughs> yeah and i just went and i just was like we don't need you here and i was like the point was they were like yeah no america had stopped treating everyone like this you know this is your own thing you know this is europe stop treating like your party but i thought it was hilarious that's, that's, funny, and yeah. they, that's the new yeah and that's a new mini electric yeah, and, car by the way that mm. they're bringing out <laughs> so well it can it can drive from edinburgh to paris which if anyone's ever driven britain that's quite a long journey there's a train Surely not. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, but I just thought that was, I just thought it was really funny. And then they came back and I just went, <sighs> they're, they're... and then they were driving like amazingly. And then they got them there. And I was like, I didn't need that. I really didn't need the Americans to save the day. But there is, there is a big problem in Iceland about um, tourists and tourism. Oh yeah. Um, because they're such a small, uh, Okay, so it's like a, um, you know, they they can't live with it and they can't with, live without it. And they don't Iceland, want them there, but they need them there. Yeah, and because Iceland's fairly easy to get to from America, like yeah. it's in between. That well, not quite, but you know what I mean. That there, there's a lot of like their heritage sites are getting ruined by the amount of tourists. So yeah. Get... Weirdly enough, I studied this in um, GCSE geography exactly about Iceland's like tourist problem. Really? And it's that yeah, no. Weirdly enough. Um, it's actually really interesting, but no, I do agree. And if they had that last scene when like they were like, "Yeah, no, go away, really don't want you here," they're like, "Ah, like, no, but seriously, that." Like. Yeah, but I mean, that's what it would have been really funny. But it was that bit in between where they saved the day, and I just can't deal with Americans swooping in and saving the day. Uh, I didn't <laughs> mind it so much. Like, <laughs> no, I think it could have been but done I... that they just finished the Americans in that first scene. That's it. That's all you saw of them. 
but, yeah, but that's what I mean. That's what I would have liked. It did make it funny when he was just like, oh, yeah, we, we have no speed limits around here. You can go as fast as you want. <laughs> then the new mini doesn't accelerate like that it doesn't it probably would it probably does it's, it's actually quite a nice car i've, I've, I've looked into the game one <laughs> but yeah i think that film ticked the boxes for me because i when i watch a film i want to enjoy it i don't really well mm. unless i'm in the mood i don't want to watch a film and then feel depressed afterwards thinking what have i just watched even though it might be a masterpiece so that's why I think, for me, feel-good films are my favourite, just for me to just be happy. It, I, I would look at it, and I was thinking about this, and I thought the perfect way to describe this film is, if you went, oh my god, they've made a Eurovision film, watch it. If you went, oh, they've made a Eurovision film, don't watch it. That's the only way I can just... Because people who like Eurovision tend to like feel-good stuff and like musicals and like a bit of tongue-in-cheek stuff, yeah. then you will like that yeah. film. But if you kind of if you kind of that person who goes, oh, I don't like Eurovision, or oh, don't want that, or just you know seeing Will Ferrell making a film about Eurovision really didn't make you want to watch it, then don't because it's exactly it's pretty much exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, feel good feel good films are, you know, I I watch them as well. But the thing is, is that if you want to watch good films and films that are like, I I, th- I say a good film is when you can you can think about it a year or two years down the line and you still remember the plot you still remember things about it and yeah. a feel good film you kind of you switch off and you go ah oh, up that old man not when a really feel good film is done right like obviously you guys know my favourite film of all time is a feel good film yeah um, which is Alad we'll get to that in a later episode oh come on I'm leaving mine old... a little secret oh. <laughs> I was going to say I don't think have I real I don't think I've said mine actually I know what yours is John has said his multiple times because he wants but... everyone to watch it and I still haven't yet well, I'm only like... going to watch it when I'm forced to for that episode it's like a three hour like slow fi- I mean I could have picked a much worse film but I picked that for 2001 but um, yeah in I think that uh, the Eurovision film skip until 30 minutes in you won't lose anything of the film and then just watch because <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah i'd say uh, for the first bit you need to know mother's dead only it's only relevant for the first 30 seconds um father doesn't want to sing um they want to sing um skip skip to the point where they first perform um i think for that first half you can cook food and then eat your food for the second half Mm. Yeah, that, that's probably a good way to describe it. However, that Demi Lovato thing is quite funny, though. Yeah, I was so shocked to see such a big name. In yeah, because the... it, 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 yeah, it's a Netflix thing, so you yeah, kind of go, oh, okay, well, I understand what's big. Cast what I'm thinking, but... Yeah, but it was. I just thought, oh, they. I thought initially it was just going to be one performance or like two performances, and they were like, oh no, she didn't make it. Then they kill her off, which is hilarious. But then they keep bringing her back as like yeah. flashbacks, and I'm just like, I'm like, they put that, way too much money. That, that in this. second flashback did make me chuckle. The, he's going yeah. to kill you, and I'm, he's like, no, he's already tried. It's it's done. I've killed him. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, and he's like, yeah, stupid ghost. And uh, like, it's one of those like, ah, oh, that wasn't funny, but that was really funny. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, then, if you this year, I, I'm pretty sure Eurovision isn't on, is it? They're not doing Eurovision. No, it's already gone past. So it's I've on. never even want, watched it in my life. So if, if you want <laughs> your if you, you want your little Eurovision kick, if you want that little void that has happened through coronavirus go watch it you'll have a little mood booster and you might laugh twice but apart from that don't watch it <laughs> i i know johnny you're doing the sum up but we completely forgot about a super major topic in there 
which is Graham Norton. <laughs> yes. You, when, when it flashed up Graham Norton, I was like, oh, okay, this and is what I need. the fact that he played himself as he is on normal yeah. TV was perfect. Yeah. Because nothing uh, needs to change it, about it was, him at all. No, it was absolutely incredible. And <laughs> no, the film itself isn't incredible, but it has moments you kind of go... His commentary, oh, was, yeah. Yeah, Impotent. but yeah, and it, that's what I'm exactly like. Jono said, um, if you if you enjoy Eurovision and oh, need your it, Eurovision you fix, that, yeah. it was wor- definitely worth watching. If not, maybe maybe not worth a watch. Definitely not worth a watch. Don't. Okay, so we'll do we'll do a new rating system. Jono, what do you rate it out of ten? Three. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's low. Um. Uh, 5.5. It's just over halfway. Yeah, no. Fairness, this may sound harsh, but a lot of the films we're going to do are going to be the world-class films that we absolutely love. So it's probably not over a 5 for me, to be honest. No. Um, If I was going to rate it, you know, like compared to other feel-good films, maybe a little higher, but probably probably even not a little higher. compared to, maybe 7, but... Yeah. 7? I think as as a purely feel-good film... (laughs) I'm sorry, yeah. I enjoyed the film. If you want feel good, go watch Disney. <laughs> no, uh, I'll tell you what, I've, I've got another good feel good film that will make you guys watch, but until then, um, we'll have to see what we do next week. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. Um, this was quite an interesting episode for us. We're kind of moving away from super big films and kind of do some more relevant ones um let us know what you think um bring a feedback on our social media or um through any sort of reviewing service that your streaming service offers thanks from uh, myself uh jono and alad hopefully we'll see you on the next episode thank you and goodbye let's play that intro out right. <laughs>